Well, good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. I hope you have your coffee. I have mine. Ready to get up and start a new day. Today is Wednesday, October 14th. <clears throat> and I'm glad to be together with you as we study the Word of God. And uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to look at a very, very famous verse in the Bible, Joshua 1.9, and the uh, paragraphs surrounding that. And as I start, uh, I want to ask a question at the beginning and at the end about Joshua 1.9, an experiential question for you, and that is, do you have a special experience with that verse, Joshua 1.9? It is such a powerful verse and popular verse in the Bible that you may have uh, kind of a, a memory of uh, needing that verse, of depending on that verse uh, at a time when you took a step of faith. And uh, I want to set the context here as we get started for this verse, and then I'll go back and, and read the passage. Uh, but the context, of course, is that the background, I should say, is that... Uh, uh, God is about to send Joshua to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. And as you uh, maybe remember, uh, it kind of finally got to this point. Uh, first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and then Joshua. So the first five books of the Bible recorded by Moses, then Moses dies, and Joshua leads the people into the promised land. So it's the first book after uh, the first five books of the Bible. Moses has died. A whole generation of Israelites have died based on God's judgment in the wilderness, in the desert. <clears throat> and now it's, uh, it's the next generation uh, given the chance to follow and obey God. Uh, so Joshua gets the chance to lead these people. Uh, we all have the chance, don't we, to follow and obey as now Joshua and this next generation has been given the chance to follow and obey. Let me just read this verse at the end and then make a comment on it about the context of it and then start from the beginning. So at the very end, verse 9, Joshua chapter 1 says this, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Super popular verse in the Bible. Maybe one of the most popular verses in the Bible about God being with us. But what I want to show you this morning is that that promise is made in the context of an assignment given by God. And that God is essentially commanding Joshua to take this step of faith, to go into the promised land, lead the people, uh, be courageous, um, don't fear, and so there's a context to this verse. This, is, this verse is not supposed to be just flippantly thrown around as if God was some kind of a, a security blanket for anyone who's, uh, as I would say, sitting around being a couch potato. All right, This is a verse given in the context of a great assignment for Joshua to go take a step of faith, to move out, uh, to move out of his comfort zone, to do something uh, powerful, important for God, and, in, and, and obey God in, uh, in a mighty way. So that's, that's the context I want to bring out. And so now let's go back to the, the beginning in verse 1, and let's look at it a little bit more specifically. So I'm going to read the first half 
which is only four verses, or I should say five verses. I'll comment on that, and then I'll read the second half and comment on that. Here's the first five verses. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, uh, what I want you to see in those first five verses is that there was a context, and the context was this assignment given by God to go take the people of Israel into the land, into the promised land. And he says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Don't fear don't be afraid. I'm going to be with you. I know it's going to be hard, but you can do it. Okay, that's the context. And notice that God even outlines the great land. He, he, he gives Joshua this huge promise. Well, and not only is it a huge promise, it's a huge fear, right? Because the land is so great. Notice in verse 4, it says, Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon. So the desert is the southern part of Israel. Lebanon is the northern part of Israel. So that's the south-north extension. Uh, And then it says, uh, from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, that would be on the east, that would be the eastern boundary, all the way to the great sea on the west. That's the Mediterranean Sea. And so right away, understand from this context that this is a great command, that He's supposed to go conquer this huge, vast area of land with these people. This would have been scary. This would have been hard. This would have been um, uh, one of the hardest things that Joshua had ever done in his life. What about you? What kinds of things is what kinds of things is God calling you to uh, today, this week? Uh, this season, great things that he's asked you to do, difficult things that he's, he's expected you to do because he's the loving father. He wants you to grow. He's given you great ideas, great plans, um, great responsibilities. Sometimes we look at those responsibilities and we're overwhelmed and we say, God, I just can't do that. I, that's too much for me. That's too big of, an, of a leadership assignment or too big of a responsible assignment. And so God says in the midst of that big assignment, that big command, that big expectation, I'll be with you. Don't fear. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't stop. Don't shrink back. Again, this promise of God being with us is not a promise in a vacuum. It's not a promise to to be our security blanket on the couch. (laughs) This is a promise that God will be with us when we go to do great things. Um, I was wondering about what kind of examples we could talk about. Um, I'm thinking recently about people who've had to go out and find a job 
during this COVID time period. They know they need a job, they need a job to provide for their families, and so they've had to go apply for jobs. Jobs are hard to find. Um, and so those people, God will be with you, right? Um, go, with, go with that strength in mind. You don't go alone into those interviews, into those application rooms. Um, God will be with you. Uh, what about those of us who continue to work? We have our jobs already, right? But we have to get up every day and we have to go to work. And sometimes we don't feel like going to work. Well, guess what? God will be with you. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, you're following the command of God to provide for your family, okay? God will be with you when you get up, when you go, when you take that step of faith to, to, be, uh, to be a good worker. Uh, what about um, some of you who are having health crisis, health crises? Um, there are things going on in your body that you don't want, and um, you're asking God for strength to get through this. Maybe you need to go into the doctor. Maybe you need to research your situation health-wise. Um, you're having to take some steps of faith to do that, right? It's not easy. Uh, it's not simple sometimes. Um, and certainly emotionally, it's not easy. Take that step of faith and ask God to be with you through that. Uh, and He will be with you through that. Um, what about this example? Just walking across the street to get to know your neighbor, to reach out to them in love, to, uh, to, to establish a relationship with them that you might have the opportunity to share the Lord with them. Okay, walking across the street, it could feel like walking into the promised land and conquering nations, right? I mean, it could be uh, a huge hurdle to, to overcome sometimes. But God calls us to do that. He commands us to reach out to our neighbors. Um, and to and to love them and so you know what God will be with you he will go with you across the street <laughs> it may seem like a scary thing but he will he will indeed go with you those are some examples um, in our lives now let's look at the second part starting in verse 6 be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them be strong and very courageous be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Okay. Second part of this, uh, uh, of this storyline is that, well, after God commanded him to go, he gave him these instructions. Obey me in all the things I've shared with you in my law. Obey my law, he's saying. This is the second great part of, uh, of the context of Joshua 1.9. Uh, God understands that one of the greatest ways that we can understand his presence is when we find him in his word, in his law. Um, he's never promised to give us success in life if we don't follow his law, right? I mean, that's always true throughout the entire Bible that success is found in understanding God's word, knowing God's word, and following it. This is, listen, friends, this is not works righteousness salvation. This is not earning your salvation by obeying, by obedience. That's not how we earn our, that's not how we gain salvation. 
We gain salvation by grace, by the grace of Jesus Christ dying for us on the cross, and we believe in that. That's it. But we grow through obedience. We grow through obeying God and learning His Word, knowing His Word, listening to His Word. Notice that following God's law involves knowing it. And I like some of the sentences here. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Um, that's what verse 8, right? Uh, meditate, meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do everything written in it. And so it's so clear right here that to obey God's law starts with knowing God's law, uh, knowing the Word of God. Uh, we look at it, it's on our lips, we meditate on it, we memorize it, etc. And that's why I'm so glad and I'm so proud of you who are starting the day out with a devotion. Um, probably you're reading your Bibles on your own and also spending some time in prayer uh, every day, right? Every day, every day, every day. It's part, of, it's part of our life blood to know and then do God's Word. The year that I got saved when I was 14 years old and I heard the gospel message for the first time. I not only heard the gospel message and understood my need for salvation by grace through faith, but I also understood and came to, and came to learn one of the most uh, important truths of all, and that is to know God's Word. Bible study, um, uh, reading God's Word personally, individually, in the community that I was saved into, the community of believers that I was part of when I was 14 years old, had that as a core value, that we understand the presence of God by going to His Word, reading it, learning it, and then obeying it. And I trust that that's the same for you and that you're learning the same thing at West Hills Community Church. So the bottom line is that Joshua 1.9 is given to us in context. And the context is an assignment from God that we should take a step of faith and trust Him and then obey His Word. It's the two, two great aspects of uh, the context of Joshua 1.9. Take a step of faith and always obey God's Word. I was thinking about um, this and a song came to my mind that my wife and I love so much by Rich Mullins called Step by Step. And the chorus of the song uh, goes like this. O God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. O God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. And I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your ways. And step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days. And I'm thinking, well, certainly that's what Joshua is doing. Following God step by step and knowing that God will be with him. Again, I'd like to ask, is Joshua 1.9 a special verse for you? Have you had a special experience with that verse in your life? Or you can remember a time when God really was with you, uh, when you took a step of faith and you stepped out in faith like Joshua is commanded to do. If you have one of those experiences, I'd love it if you'd post it uh, on this uh, live stream post and share it with others and bless others with that testimony. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this day, Wednesday, uh, that you've given to us. Every day is a gift from you. And Lord, I thank you for your word today and for Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Uh, Lord, we need that promise. As we step out in faith, as we do the things that you've commanded us to do, Lord, 
whether they're kind of new and exciting or whether they're regular and mundane, uh, nevertheless, Lord, they are, they are things that you're calling us to do. And we know that you will be with us through it all. We thank you for Joshua 1.9. We thank you for the man Joshua. And we thank you for you, God. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you would be with all of these who are listening today, my friends, my family, church family. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, that you would uh, bless us with these graces. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, y'all, have a great Wednesday. I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning uh, once again at 7.30. Talk to you later.